Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to Rob and Slim Interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet Radio's Finest. That'd be better if I took my microphone on. Hello, Rob and Slim. Eric! Eric Vincent, how you doing, man? Good, guys. How are you? Good, good. Yeah. Formerly of Spicoli TV. And what have you been doing since your uh, break? Uh, <laughs> nothing but work. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's what I feel like I'm going to end up falling into. After we, yeah. only, we only got three more after today. So, yeah. Only three? Yeah. <laughs> only three more, like, full shows. Oh, man. That's what, yeah, that's what I feel like. Uh, yeah, I, I want to do things, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know the feeling, man. I mean, again, it was it was hard to walk away, but at the same time, now that I look back, it's like, yeah, I don't know that I could have handled it over the last year. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work, man. A lot of work. Everything that went on, and you know, and just it just yeah, it was like way too much to worry about at one time, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of glad I took a break from it and, and you know and again I, I i enjoy talking to you guys I, I i have another show that i talk to every once in a while and i i, I still enjoy that stuff you know but yeah. as far as all that production time and stuff no don't miss that at all <laughs> well that dude slim doesn't do that and neither does the dress he just like cuts clips he can't appreciate that well he does the editing but he doesn't have to edit like much out so he just puts yeah. all chunks up he's just in, into chunks. Oh, editing one. What what did you actually edit, Eric? Was it like did you edit out like uh, words or? No, um, it just depends on what it was. I mean, content wise, you know, um, <clears throat> material. You know, if I felt that we didn't do anything well up the par, <sighs> I would edit that out. Or but anything else, yeah, video. I I loved playing. I love putting stuff together in video. I haven't got I probably haven't produced any kind of video production or editing in two years now, I think. Wow, <laughs> wow it's been that long. <laughs> I do the audio, you know, but that's it. I mean yeah. I have oh. it. I have two laptops now and I set up one for radio and one for school and yeah, I just even my son who's you know, he's 16 now, and he's getting into video editing. And, and I've told him several times, if you want to do something, hey, come in here, and we'll, we'll sit down. And we'll, he's like, yeah, yeah, I've got my own program. I'm good. I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> I just thought of this like a week or two ago, like like every couple of years, you got to buy a new laptop because they shit out. And I just like, cool. I won't have to buy a laptop anymore because I do everything on my phone, like all, all the other shit. So 
that was another thing that was that was becoming a hassle was keeping a computer uh you know that was enabled enough to do everything on it and then we built a pc and it crashed and it's like you know when does this shit end <laughs> and i know that we're not the only ones that went through it you know i understand that unless you're somebody with high-tech money and you could just buy everything brand new and have people to look over it for you yeah yeah i, I just know uh base guy he does a show and he's just had one of his computers die like he's trying to scrape money together to get a new one yeah it's constant i feel with computers it's it's a pain in the ass especially you know when you're a working person you don't have again a lot of funds and yeah, yeah it's it's kind of degrading <laughs> <laughs> yes it is Yes, it is. So yeah, I'm just much busy with work. I started playing adult baseball again. I kind of took some time off from that. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that on the weekends and just trying to stay active, man. Before the body shuts down and doesn't let me to do this anymore. Oh man, yeah. It, oh man, damn. <laughs> it's been a hell of a run, though, brother. I'm glad we got to meet, and you've narrated the entire too many rapes. Like that's super cool. That's been more than an honor, I tell you right now. I, I just I would not know where I could be without Robert Slim. Thank and you. even though he's not around no more, one loved my boy Slambo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. That, that, that whole thing with the Slambo. Oh, my God. He was a... Uh... He's like, my parents aren't like gonna let me come on the show anymore with COVID. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> wow. Okay. That would work if you were like fourteen, right. but <laughs> right, right, right. But thirty-four, no way. <laughs> there you your parents' basement and everything, but damn. Yeah. Damn. God damn. Yeah, no, that was just like him looking for any excuse. Like, you know he wanted to leave way before that, but he was just like, yeah, my parents, my, my parents, I can't come in anymore, guys. Like, okay. <laughs> that was really weird. Oh. oh, yeah, that was like the weirdest, weirdest thing. But yeah, I don't know. He's, he's probably doing stuff. I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for him, but... <laughs> God damn, Eric. What's what slim? What are you gonna do in your spare time? That's what I was gonna ask. I know he's got kids, so Rob's always gonna have something to do. But Slim, what are you gonna do in your? I spare was gonna time? ask. Probably nothing for a bit. <laughs> uh, focusing on just working and just you know relaxing, taking a year off from anything creative, and then you know who knows from there. Do you have any predictions, Eric? I feel like he's gonna like have nothing to do, so he's gonna like. Get with some like slob of a bitch and knock her up, and then be stuck, <laughs> stuck with like this. Hey, that? <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, be careful. That's all you. Need. How old are you? I'm 34. Oh. Okay. Well, you're not in your 20s, so yeah, no. you're in a settled down part. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I have to find a slob of the bit of a bitch. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> As long as she slobs on the most important thing. Yeah, that's ah, it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, just as long as he doesn't end up like that guy, the Hollywood guy we used to be friends with. That guy. Oh. Uh, yeah, that guy is bad news, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll be better for you, Slim. <laughs> you have any plans? Nothing. 
Who, me? Yes! No, not really. I mean, I got to focus on work for a little bit, and then I'll see where I go from there. Uh, my one buddy wants to move um, somewhere. I forget where it is, but out of state somewhere, and he wants me to come with him. Oh. So I don't I don't know if I'll do that. We'll see. Like what state? Like meth? Oh, what did he say? Lab No. Like... <laughs> Florida. Come on. Live a little. Come to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> How is Florida, Eric? Do you work outside? It's Yes, unfortunately, it's freaking hot. I can't stand it. It's 87 degrees in April. What oh, the fuck? See, I figured, like, Florida people that worked outside, like, loved it. Like, <laughs> well, after Thursday, when the next front comes in and the weather drops to, like, 48 at night and 70 degrees during the day, which it's supposed to be this time of year, not 87 oh. at the air running every day. But even just the summer, I feel like, would just be like, yeah, no. It's degrees right now, and the sun still hasn't set yet. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. That sucks. It's like summer. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not ready for nine months of summer again. Jesus. My <laughs> brain feels like it's been in a microwave for 40 years. <laughs> What is up? Is that what's up down there? Like, every time we get a story about a Florida man or Florida woman in the news, it's wild. Like, Florida people get, get crazy, I think. Yeah, I think it's kind of like, everybody says it's kind of like the Old West. And, and there's a lot of nut jobs down here, for sure. Absolutely. I see them every day. Uh, I have a guy in my neighborhood, and he has, um, it, it's not Parkinson's, but it's some kind of a tick to where he just, his arms just move constantly. His whole body just like it's, it's beyond Parkinson's. There's something else. And it makes him, I call him tick. Cause he's like, got a tick, you know, he's like just constantly moving. And, and he's like in the best shape you've ever seen. Cause every muscle in his body switching for probably eight hours a day. And you'll see the guy like five hours later. Ripped. And he's just sitting there normal. Like he's on quaaludes. Wow. Like, what the fuck happened? Did the medication kick in or what? Right? <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. Like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I stay far away from those people as possible. <laughs> maybe do like a documentary to... on him. I was gonna say maybe get close to that guy. Like, uh, well, I tried to do some documentaries uh, back in the day on a couple of streetwalkers we had around here. A dude oh. would one day we called dancing guy. And he would literally dance up and down Florida Avenue in like a four mile stretch. And he would he would like be listening to music and jamming out and popping his hands in the air and Yeah, brother, what's happening? And he would dance up and down the street and he had this long ass beard and are you you're you familiar with professional wrestling and, and some of the old days. Do you remember a guy named Jimmy, the boogie woogie man valiant? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. He had this long ass scraggly beard, kind of like from ZZ Top looking deal, and long hair, and that's just this guy looked like. I'm like, this guy is Jimmy, and he's retired, and now he just runs up and down the street. And he had his own Facebook and shit, and then unfortunately the guy passed away one day. He just disappeared. Oh but, man, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I googled him. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's a cool beard. <laughs> It's a great beard, right? Yes. I mean, I've seen some better days. There's probably a couple of meals in that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. Wow. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, and that guy, he would, he was, it was unreal. People would stop and give him money and and beep their horn at him, and he was just entertaining people while they're sitting in traffic. <laughs> 
Oh man. You know? What's that, Eric? He's probably, you got to do something with your life. He's probably a retired podcaster. Yeah, don't worry. Maybe now he's like at the top of his game <laughs> podcasting. Like maybe he's like the number one. We just don't know about him. Yeah, he could have been the, the the originator. OG. Yes. Yes. How long did you do your show for, Eric? It was like 12 years, right? Yeah, 12, 12 years, wow. roughly. Yeah, man. Plus, I, well, years on the radio we did two years of public access prior to that right that's right yeah like yeah we've been doing it eight and i'm just worn the fuck out (laughs) i can't imagine 12 or 14 it's a long time dude you realize how long the time passes until you know you look at yourself and you go man every friday night for the last 12 years are you serious (laughs) do you still uh talk to smitty I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, he's been really busy, but yeah, I've talked uh, several months ago when I talked to him. But every once in a while, we'll text each other back and forth. But yeah, for the most, no, uh, he's he's got his life and I got mine. It's sad, you know. I've known the guy a long time, but yeah, you know, it, it is. You know, you need time apart every once in a while. Yeah, it makes things better. Absolutely. <laughs> Heart grows fonder, I think. I'm single. <laughs> Can you tell us what your day job is, Eric? I'm a pool cleaner. I thought I, so. I clean swimming pools in Florida. What's the nastiest thing you've had to clean out of a pool? <sighs> I found a syringe in one once. I found a gentleman who I thought was dead laying halfway in the gutter, but it turned out he was just passed out. That's what I didn't know. I didn't know if there was ever like a, a body or something. Uh, this is in the 80s, so it's not like you could run to the truck and call your boss and go, there's a fucking dead man in the pool. <laughs> I just kind of went over and kicked him, and then he went, and I went, okay, he's alive. And I just kind of worked around him and then left. He was at a commercial pool out on this place we call Davis Island. And yeah. I had some really. Uh, <laughs> I've only seen two naked girls. The first one was an 86 year old woman. <laughs> I turn the corner, I walk through, and I see out of the corner of my eye what looks like a woman sunbathing, and I'm like trying not to stare. And she's like, and I'm like, uh, ma'am, can can you put a towel on? She's like, honey. This is my property, and I came into this world like this, and if you can't handle it, then maybe you need to turn around and leave. Wow. 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 Did you turn around and leave? <laughs> I tripped my sunglasses on and my, my little headset back then. I think it was I think I had a uh, one of those, uh, uh, what Sony Walkmans. <laughs> and I to do what I needed to do and got the hell out of there. <laughs> but, yeah. And wow. the second one was a girl I knew, and she was actually cleaning pools with me and happened to get naked at the pool and sunbathe for a little while. I'm like, wow! That's wow. nice. That's a nice treat. Yeah, yeah nice. that was nice. Ever, uh, that, that, that's been it. Any gators or anything? Uh, yes, I've experienced an alligator, and not at a swimming pool. It was in a fountain. <laughs> and it was ground level, so he like swooped in. It was probably two and a half foot deep, maybe... 1,200 gallons of water and he was about four foot long some bitch got in there and one of the maintenance men was taking a pole and a net and trying to catch him I'm like dude you're not going to catch him he's just going to keep swimming around in circles and you're going to piss him off and he's like well I don't, I don't know what the hell to do I said I'll tell you what we do and I walked over to the truck and I grabbed a jug of bleach 
and I poured it right in the water, and I, well, I said, y'all need to just leave and let him go and let him do his thing. In about 20 minutes, his eyes are going to bug out, and he's going to be pissed, and he's going to get out of here and walk out. Oh, I thought it was just going to boil his brain or something. I thought it was going to, like, die or dissolve. <laughs> a little bit, and they're like, uh-uh, I'm out of here. And wow. He walked out and left. Wow. I wasn't going to remove him. Who the hell am I? I'm not <laughs> I'm not the gator hunter guy. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Yeah, snakes, spiders. Uh I found all kinds of uh dead rats, mice. Snakes are probably the worst is when you pull the skimmer basket and it's full of leaves and there's a damn snake on top of it and you're like, yeah, that's kind of, that'll make you piss yourself. Slim had some weird dead thing in, in one of his garbage cans outside like a week or two ago, or like a month ago, I think. It was Trash. gross. <laughs> yeah, the, well, because the garbage can was sitting out there for a while so it accumulated a large amount of water from rain and uh, yeah. I guess Rob has been throwing his cigarettes in there and one day he noticed there was this furry thing <laughs> floating in the water in the so trash can it had been like winter so it had been frozen so i saw this block of ice with like some weird dark thing in there but then once the water mounted i saw it like floating and like missing clumps of hair and i was like holy shit dude <laughs> yeah so i don't even know what it was because I, I took it outside around the corner down the road and just dumped it out and it came falling out and it was kind of skeletal and there was some fur on it i i have no fucking clue if it was a possum or a cat justin's missing cat yeah or kid uh, who knows who knows what it is at this point it's a couple yards away that's definitely what it is. I want to know how it got in there in the first place. <laughs> yeah. What did it think it wanted in in the water and then, like, couldn't get out? Like, it was just so stupid. Just trying to smoke one of your butts. Yeah. That's it. Yep. It wanted some of those. Yeah. Or it's... I was thinking maybe it was on the roof of the house and it decided it was going to jump down but didn't realize there was just a bucket of water there. <laughs> and fell into it. <laughs> like, how long did it struggle? Like, then nobody realized. Oh man, can you imagine such a thing? <laughs> Swimming and just doing the dog paddle for God knows how long. <laughs> and me just Especially. flicking my butts like, <laughs> I gotta get like, back in. Spicoli's calling. It was, uh, <laughs> it was a live while you were throwing cigarettes. On. <laughs> 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 oh shit. Shit. Oh man. Hey. What do you have planned for the rest of the night, Eric? I have uh, finished some schoolwork. I'm still taking my online high school classes, so okay. I'll do another assignment tonight. I'm real close to finishing, but I, I got the math. The math will take me another year or two, actually, but all the other subjects I'm wrapping up this this season. Were you had dropped out when you were younger, and is this like a GED? Yeah, yeah I left... Uh, I left school in junior year, but I really kind of skipped most of the classes, so they knocked me back to my sophomore year. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, my mom died when I was young, so I lived with my grandparents, and I just school just was not working, and I couldn't concentrate, so I went to work, and I never looked back. Yeah, yeah, my dad, my father did that, and then he went back when I was younger and got his GED. But yeah, he did the same like same thing, just had to work and support himself. I tried himself. the GED once. And it was just way too much information to take in at one time. And it was, it's easy. Oh. I, you know, now they have what they call online credit recovery. And you just take 
one class at a time at your own pace. Okay. And then you, and you, you know, I think there's, I think each semester there's probably you know, maybe 30 classes and through the whole thing. And then you, once you get done, you take a final exam. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to do like gym again, do you? Like that would suck. I hated gym the first time. I wouldn't mind gym right now, especially <laughs> if I got like a girl and I get to climb the rope or something, or she gets to. That would be great, man. That was that was fun to watch. I never got changed. I, I remember my senior year, like I never got changed. I would just sit there and like talk shit about people. And finally, it was like the end of the year. And my teacher was like, "Look, dude, if you walk the track once, I'll pass you." And I'm like, "All right, <laughs> I'll do it." So I walked the track once, like real slowly, and just talk shit the whole time, and I passed. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I hated gym, but it, it was what it was. I had asthma through junior high and high school, so I couldn't really do a lot. But, yeah, in high school, I didn't do shit. They they tried to make me run and all that. I'm like, I can't do all that. And, yeah. yeah. That's so, stupid. Yeah. That's but, stupid. hey, if they told me to do it now, yeah, as long as my uh, gym teacher's hot, hell yeah. <laughs> push-ups all you want <laughs> you gotta be on top though and just guiding me and then we'll we'll get it done <laughs> oh man eric thanks for calling dude it's been a blast as always my friend i love talking to you guys man you guys uh and stay in touch even yes. though you're not on a show you know how to get a hold of me fuck yes and, and Slim, ever get lonely late at night you can call me too I'm okay i was gonna ask cause... nice that's awesome <laughs> You have to sing as as Driz though. Yeah, oh. yeah I'll sing your lullaby and tuck you in. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. I don't God know damn. how he's gonna tuck you in over the phone, but he'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, he'll walk you through it. He'll... There's ways, my friend. There's ways. <laughs> Eric, have a great night, my friend. Great talking to you guys. Take care and have a good rest of your show. You too. Have, have a good night, night, brother. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah. There's Supreme Pizza too. They have like the best Supreme Pizza I've ever Who's had. Who's that? Pizza Hut. Pizza oh, yeah, Hut's yeah. awesome. Pizza yeah. Hut is awesome. Well, he's saying he just got Little Caesars, which is another one that I like. I just My kids love those. I've never had forever. Little Caesars. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Domino's. My bad. Domino's. I think that's what I meant, Domino's. Uh, I like Domino's. I like the thin crust, but I don't ever mess with any of the others. But singer-songwriter Josh Ferguson, how have you been, dude? I've been doing great. I've been doing really good. I've missed uh, chatting with you guys. It's been a minute. Yes, yes. That's fucking awesome. I was so excited to have you on. I, I, I messaged you, I think, at the beginning of our season, and I just figured you were, like, super busy with... With the band, with Thoughts Are Nuclear being back together, and uh, I, I was hoping you were doing some big things. Yeah, man, the never, no matter what's going on, uh, never too busy to drop in and have a chat with my bros, like, you guys have, uh, I mean, it's been what, about, throughout the, throughout the time we've, uh, I've been a guest on your show, I want to say, about three years? Two and a half, somewhat. Like that that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, about yeah. right. Yeah, you've 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 had you on a whole bunch of times. You've always been such a great dude, and uh, yeah, I'm super super fortunate we've connected, man. 
Yeah, guys, I can't believe it's your last. So this is it. This is, as of now, this is the last season. Yeah, like three more shows after tonight, and that's it, bro. It's a wrap. Man, man. I, I uh, well, I'm honored to be able to to be able to tag in at the, the tail end and, and chat with you guys and be a guest. Uh, a lot of great episodes. Uh, I uh, always try to get on, especially at work, I'll, I'll jump on the podcast and try to catch some episodes. Uh, here and there, and just y'all, y'all guys killed it. So I mean, I think you're going out on a high note if you're going out. Y'all a, yeah. Had a great run, and who knows what the future holds? Might come back. Might have. Might do something else, a different form. I, yeah. I'm excited to see what you guys end up doing. That's how we said, like, go out on top, go out on our own terms. Like we've definitely done enough, and it, 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 as far as I'm concerned, and uh, a break's gonna be cool. A break's gonna be super cool. You guys are dedicated, man. I like. I wish. I even bands. I mean, comparing it to bands, they, 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 I, I wish half the bands that I've seen over time could could uh, have that level of commitment. And I mean, you guys are, are y'all treat it like a job. And I mean, when you when it's your passion, you got to treat it like that. So, and it's fun too. So it ain't a job, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you do it, and you, and you take pride in your in what you're doing. Yeah, man. How has it been since you you guys got back together? Thoughts of nuclear. Oh, oh man, it's it's been phenomenal. Uh, we got back. We we talked about getting back together. Uh, what was it like? The tail end of I want to say 2019, and we got back. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the beginning of 2021. We then uh, got back together. Started playing and uh, some big opportunities hit us right through the gate, uh, getting open for um, rehab and, and red jumpsuit apparatus, which we were fortunate for that. And uh, it just it came very quickly, um, and it really gave us the the motivation I think we needed because we all kind of felt like, man, it's it's been a minute. Do people even care anymore? Like you know, you know, has too much time passed? And uh, just it, being able to get those those good shows and see that. Our, our old fans and even new people that are hearing the old stuff for the first time are interested. It really rejuvenated us and uh, just new material started pouring out. I mean, we, uh, I, I said on my, on my post today, anyone that tuned in, I haven't been talking a lot on, on Facebook really about anything and, and not much about music or anything. I just kind of been silent because in the past I would, I'd run my mouth, hype something, hype something. And, you know, kind of beating a dead horse, and I just wanted to kind of go quiet and be like, "All right, Josh, just you don't got to hype anything. Just do the work, and let the uh, let w- the proof speak for itself. Let you know, finish it, release it, and uh, you know, if it's good, you, you don't have to do all this talking. Like, it'll speak for itself. So that's what we've been doing. Uh, beginning of fall last year, we started recording uh, at our drummer's house, Alan. Uh, he he has a little setup. We go there, we record. Uh, Alan would mix, and then we would send it to our producer, Asa Lashley. He has a studio called Henley Road. Shout out to Henley Road and Asa. Uh, but he'll take it in Asa's hand and he'll finesse it up and master it, and then boom, give it back to us. But anyway, the thing I was going to say, I haven't really told anyone, uh, is that releasing Euphoria, the first single, uh 
at the end of this month, I'm not going to put an exact date on it, but the, the, the music video is filmed, it's wrapped, the, the song is ready. Not only is that song ready, we've got many other songs ready, but we're being uh, strategical about it. And, you know, it's something we haven't told anyone. A lot of people are probably thinking, you know, what are they doing? But we, uh, we have a lot of stuff recorded. We've got big plans for this year, uh, big shows. We're just kind of setting back and, and planning it uh, planning our moves carefully before we start running our mouth on anything that's going on. <laughs> that's a good strategy to have. Like, and I, I was going to ask too, I was going to ask about upcoming music. Like if, like when you guys got back together, if the new stuff just instantly like flowed from you guys or, or that kind of stuff. It really did. As far as new material. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, th- those shows that we got to do uh, right out the gate, they just really, did a lot for us uh, uh, creatively and, and just in, encouraged us a lot. So, yeah, after after we got together, we wrote uh, just brand new songs almost back to back, a song called Court Jester, um, Before the Fold, uh, Priestess, um, Flee the Scene, just, you know, the, the list goes on. All together, collectively, we've got about, 10 new songs and some we haven't even played live yet. Cause we don't feel like they're the show ready yet. We're still trying to get our hands on it and really shape it and mold it exactly how we want it. But, uh, there's, yeah, those are, those are written and they are, uh, you know, recorded and we got more that we're kind of, I'm kind of sitting back at, at the house. The way it kind of goes just to kind of sum it up quickly is I'll, Usually nine times out of ten, it'll start with me and an acoustic. I'll start building the idea. Uh, melody will come first, and then the way it's, uh, it's going to be sung will come second. And then lyrically kind of go hand-in-hand hand with the way it's going to be sung. And then get it together, just the, the, the bones of it, and then carry it to the band. And everyone starts kind of uh, getting their hands on it. And we pull it back and forth. It's a tug-of-war tension uh it's uh it, it's a little uh it's it, 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 high tension but it's never anything but we're fighting for the song we're not fighting each other we're fighting for what's best for the song and as long as we put our egos aside and we're and, and we and we do that and we have so far the songs come out great on the other end i was gonna say is there any like time that it's ever come down to where like two people have totally disagreed on how the song should go a, uh, a couple, but but very very rarely, and we are we're all about sort of the vote system. I, I've always been firm on like, okay, I, I may write the songs and, and quote unquote, I may be the leader of the band, but you know the the buck doesn't stop at me. I think if it's a band, it's everyone's opinion. It's not one guy. So if I disagree, if if uh, Matt he plays keys and secondary guitar, if he disagrees or or Alan, the drummer, or uh, Gordon, our bassist, if any of them disagrees or has a cha- or, you know, a different opinion, we'll be like, okay, uh, let's vote. Yay or nay on, uh, on Alan's idea. Yay or nay on my idea. And I mean, and we go with that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's all about what weighs out in the end among everyone's vote. Cool. That's cool. That's a good way to look at it, too, because... <laughs> The three guys are telling you it sucks. It just might 
talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true, <Just> true. Maybe. <laughs> I was gonna say but too, bye. dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, no, I was just saying I just I really love the guys I work with in the band. They're every there's different personalities in the band that just uh that really you just can't go you, you can go around the corner and find any you know musician but you got to find the right chemistry of guys and everyone's got a little bit of a different personality I, i'm i'm goofy but i'm also a little reserved but i can you know i kind of depending on the day and the mood can, can shape shift a little bit in personality but but alan our drummer he's like he's got the gift of gab i mean he could he could sell you a piece of shit car that doesn't run i mean that's the way alan is very very talkative um and then matt he's uh he's reserved but he's a super cool and a uh, sweet dude and 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 talented beyond measure on keys and uh keyboard piano like i've never met anyone better and uh he thinks uh about the music a lot in the same way that i do like if there's one person i can point to in the band where we kind of connect it's me and Matt. We've been friends since pre-K. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. And, and Gordon, he's our new bassist. Uh, he's a, he's a really, he's funny as hell. He's the, uh, he's, pr he's probably the, cr the craziest out of all of us. Like super energetic, awesome dude, funny. I mean, they're all awesome dudes. And, uh, yeah, Maurice was our old bassist. Uh, he, uh, family and such he's got kids uh football games all all that jazz and yeah. we totally understood maurice put his time in he was driving 45 to an hour twice a week uh for practice wow. never excuses and if there was he let us know ahead of time he was there uh he chipped in money wise i mean i got nothing bad to say about him and he he will always be, always be considered a member even if he's not on the stage with us yeah cool i was yeah, gonna say you, uh, we've never me and slim have never heard a thoughts or nuclear song we've heard a lot of your solo songs but i have one here that you sent me josh if i could play it absolutely i, I, I would love that yeah cool it's called outlaws of attraction correct that's right yeah yeah and um just a little quick snippet on kind of what inspired to write that it was uh it is very poking holes in, in, uh, in the way people think. I mean, under desperate situations and circumstances, we can make some really dumb decisions. And I, there's always one finger pointing back at me anytime I'm pointing a finger. So it's, uh, it's one of those situations where just, uh, you know, craziness or whatever. And it's, uh, it, it, it's a song about desperation camouflaged sort of in this fun anything goes type attitude and uh yeah it's outlaws of attraction cool man i'll play it right now sweet
Nice, dude. That's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no. Thank you so much. It's fucking cool, A lot man. different than, I mean, maybe not a lot different, but a little little uh, different side of my taste. Or different in, enough. In right with the band versus solo. Yeah, yeah. Just to get a different taste. It's fucking cool. I like it. It's got a good vibe to it, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, we, we didn't want to do it on the recording, uh, what I'm about to tell you, because, you know, it was kind of a jokey joke because it it, it kind of has a tinge a kind of a tip of a hat to an old 80s song and uh, we just didn't know about putting this at the end didn't like i said copyright infringement and stuff but at the end i wanted to go i want my MTV. oh yes now that you said that <laughs> yes it totally has that like that's awesome <laughs> that would have been great definitely, you know <laughs> i want to do it so bad i do it at the, show, at the live shows but i was like eh. <laughs> Yeah. Now yeah. that you say it, like I, that, I, I want it. I want that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was Sting from the Police until like a year or two ago. I like never knew that. Sing- yeah, it was yeah, th- I, Dire Straits, but I always thought it was just I, I didn't know who did it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, what's that song? It, it, see that that's another that's another example of of, of them. Uh, dire Straits kind of not copying, but tipping their hat to to Sting and the Police because that uh. MTV is a playoff of na 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 you want it na na don't stand so close to me yes holy cow I never even fucking realized that man holy shit that's fucking awesome <laughs> it's crazy it's that's great music what's the saying music is uh is all there's something about, I, I can't I can't remember the saying I, something about music is sort of all it's all been done before, but yeah. yeah it's all been done. It's all, yeah, it's all complimenting something else. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say also in that song, my, uh, my fiance, uh, Mary and, and, uh, and Matt, bassist in the band, they, they always kind of jab at me on my mispronunciation of words. Uh, I recorded that song. The, the verse says, uh, uh, in the first verse, it's like, uh, I see now my it's my my blah, 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 blah. there's a word I say in it that is not the correct way to pronounce it, but um I can't remember now my now my brain just went totally blank. Oh, it was it in there like uh, what we just heard? Like, cause I didn't catch anything. It was yeah. The first verse is uh is uh oh so, there we go. Sorry, sign my brains it's supposed to be resignation. I'm singing "Sign My Brain's Resignation." Oh! <laughs> I was like, "Look, rappers get away with it all the time. Why the hell can't yeah, I?" Like, it's wordplay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Driz does it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? I say everything perfectly. Oh. So I didn't. I didn't even know I was going to get a. I didn't even know I was going to get the honor to talk with Driz tonight. I was hoping that I wouldn't yeah. want. I didn't want to push my, you know, luck. Yeah, Johnson. Not only is it the last time you get to talk to us, it's the last time you get to talk to the Driz. Yo, that ain't true, Josh. I'll call you every night. Yeah. Oh. 
right after I talked to Spicoli. Oh man, <laughs> I feel honored. I feel honored. Oh man, I was I'm gonna, gonna ask. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna miss you guys. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of, lot of, lot of good, lot of good times. Yeah, you've tolerated us a lot too. Like uh, you definitely put up uh, with our drunken, our drunkenness. <laughs> way, way, <laughs> way more than enough. Hey, y'all. Y'all have put up with like my my pothead conversations, but the funny thing is, I don't even smoke, so I don't know what my excuse is. <laughs> Josh, I was gonna say too. I was gonna ask, like working with red jumpsuit apparatus, like did you have any any interaction with those guys? Uh, the guitarist, we uh, we got to hang with him at the bar and stuff after the show. Uh, the singer, uh, Ronnie, he. Uh, you know, I don't want to make any prejudgments. He probably was just busy. I know a lot of bands where they get done, they if they're if they're married or, or whatever, out of respect, they get off stage and they'll call, kind of check up on them or family or whatever. He seems a little preoccupied, so okay. You know, I, I you know we didn't really get to talk to him, but uh, yeah, they put on a great show. The guitarist was was awesome, and um, the whole band we we made a uh, a flyer for the show, um, and. All the band, we didn't like. I said we didn't really get to talk with him. He seemed kind of preoccupied, but uh, all of them signed the poster and stuff with uh, that that we had made up with us and them on it, and put like a little, you know, little uh, words of encouragement at the bottom of it and stuff. And it, it was really awesome. cool. It, they so put on cool. a great show. We had a great show. We made some some new fans off that show. Um, it was a really it was a dream come true because I saw them when I was um, 18 or 19, I think 19 years old, wow. in Panama City at Club La Vila. And uh, I was just like, you know, back then at 19, just like listening to, like, listen to, at the time, one of my favorite bands. And never in my wildest dreams would I think I'd be playing a show with them. That's uh, awesome. And it was cool. It was, it was amazing. That's cool, man. Dude, we have really to wrap amazing. it up, but... Josh, as always, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Oh, you guys as well. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I love both of you. I love the Driz as well. Yeah. I Yo, I love you more. too, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> we love you too, Josh. And again, like all the people we've connected through you, yeah. like we met you through CJ Creech and then just countless, countless others. Hunter Flanagan, Brent, Brandon Sanders, Drew Ashworth, Jason Fountaine, just through you. Like, thank you so much, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for, for all the great combos and uh, allowing me to come on the show and, and continue. And awesome. I, I wish you guys all the best. And I'll talk to you guys. I mean, won't be any more of these shows, but I promise I'll check in with you guys. And, yeah. you know, this ain't a, this is just a goodbye on the show. But uh, you guys take it easy and uh, have a great rest of the show. You too, brother. Yeah, take you, care, Josh. Peace. Bye. Peace. See ya. We'll be back in a few. I just got to play some music and... Oh, stupid Spotify. Here we go. Robin Slim Show. Hi, babes. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes we can. Zariah. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Zariah? Yes, Zariah. Zariah Ora, transsexual adult entertainer from uh, Denver, Colorado, correct? Yes. Hi, babes. How you doing? Oh. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, how how long has it been that you've do, been doing uh, adult content? 
Uh, so right now I've been doing um, adult content amateur wise for two plus years, but I've been doing it in the industry now um, for three months. What, what, how does that differ from doing it personally to doing it in the industry? Oh my goodness. It's, um, it's really different, you know, having to do studio set work, um, working with, you know, some of like these big companies and studios, it's a lot, it's very intimidating. So, um, when you're by yourself, you do it all alone and you're your own producer, your own editor, all that. So it's a, it's a big jump to give everyone else that control. And how does it go from doing it on your own to doing it in the industry? Um, I mean, you just take that jump and like, I got, um, I got asked to do it, um, by a producer, um, who was interested in my work when they saw me doing like OnlyFans work and stuff like that. And I took the jump after a month. I kind of was like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm ready. Jumped in in December and debuted, I think early January. And so, yeah. That sounds awesome. And so from what you say, it sounds like, are there people that are scouting like OnlyFans for uh, talents? I mean, yeah, the, um, tw- like I, you guys know, I mean, Twitter's where, where it's at for all of this. So um, they see your page, they reach out to you through DMs, um, you know, comment on certain things. Uh, also, like just showing that you're interested in it. I had already kind of mentioned I wanted to start it and I just... Luckily got somebody to message me about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I was going to say too, like, I feel like, of course, it's going to differ for everybody how long it takes. But uh, like you said, Twitter, like just having that, that presence on there and and having your content available uh, is definitely uh, a way to attract people. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And how long have you um, uh, identified as female? So I've been transitioning for 15 months. Uh, I was um, identifying as gender fluid before that. So I was going by she, her, he, him, all of that. But um, I finally made the jump and started to really discover um, more about myself and figured out that really I just wanted to start transitioning. And I've been identifying as female ever since. Okay. That's why it's it's so confusing with all the new terms like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it does get confusing at times. What is what? What, what was the, yeah, the first thing you said? A, there's a bunch of different ones. Yeah. Um, gender fluid. Gender so fluid. I was identifying. Yeah. So it meant like certain times I felt more boy. Certain times I felt more like a girl. So like I just kind of went with the flow on how I felt that day. And even still now, like I can still kind of dress a little bit more androgynous, but I don't look like a male. You know. So like I before it was like kind of the middle ground and now I look and I'm a female, but I can still play with that little side of that masculinity. Cool. Cool. And uh, as far as who you work with, do you prefer a, a, a certain sex or, or anything like that? Um, in my day-to-day life, I do prefer um, men. And so I wish I did work with more men, but I do work primarily with um, females um, and other trans women, other trans women, all types of females. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I love, I love um, all, all genders. I love men and women. I love it. But I do prefer more masculine. Is there a demand for, for you to work with certain sexes more than the other? 
Yeah, more more girl on girl. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, I also uh, on the whole uh, subject, yeah, has your family been supportive? Um, yeah, most of my whole family knows about it. Um, I'm pretty sure my parents know, but they haven't really like opened that box with me. Um, but like my aunts, uncles, grandparents, my sisters, cousins, everyone knows, and they're all really supportive. That's cool. That's super cool. Yeah, I'm very fortunate. Absolutely, absolutely. And get, can you tell us uh, uh, some of the people you've worked with and some of the your favorite people that you've worked with? Oh my goodness. Um, I want, well, one of my favorite people I've worked with is In Paradise. Uh, she is an amazing performer. Uh, she has been doing this for little over a year now um with the studios i'm working with and she's great um as well as um i've worked with luke hudson he's an amazing trans male porn star um in the big times he's great great friend also rodrigo moore he's been a wonderful um person to work with for me he's helped me a lot with my come up um and austin spears He's been an amazing, amazing person as well in the community who's helped. Uh, so, yeah, I've worked with some amazing, amazing performers already from the very jump. I, I've worked with nothing but the best. That's awesome. And you mentioned Luke Hudson, uh, trans male. That's female to male transition, right? Yes. Oh, that's super cool to have that kind of a, a, a real relationship or working relationship with somebody. <laughs> like that yeah yeah well actually my my partner um his name is nikki z he's also a performer as well and he's a trans male um as well so i i've worked with a good amount of trans male same with austin spears he is too um so yeah they're great men they're great men cool, cool. great performers did you uh your name zariah it's it's super erotic is there any other names that you considered before picking that name um did I, I think I had, like, I was thinking of, like, Jimena, you know, keep it a little bit more Hispanic since I am a Latina. So I was thinking of, like, Jimena or I even thought of, um, gosh, what was it? Um, oh, my goodness. I can't even remember one of the other ones. It was, um, um, it was a really, like, it was a really weird moment when I tried to choose this name because um, I had been doing... Uh, work as Xander because um, I'd been doing this as a boy before and so I kind of wanted to keep it similar um, but the only other name that I popped out for me that I wanted to try was Jimena uh, that was different and then I just ended up sticking with the Z so I went with Zariah. Nice yeah it's, it's an awesome name it's like super original I feel too Thank you yeah I don't hear much other girls with the, the name out there so I'm happy to be making a name of myself with it <laughs> when, when i was prepping for the interview i'm like oh my god i hope i'm gonna say this right because i didn't know if it was pronounced zaria or zariah everyone always says zaria and i'm like no it's like mariah but with a z <laughs> that's why like i went back and i was like oh my god it's spelled like mariah so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with yep, zariah exactly <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Zarya sounds like a character out of like a fantasy RPG or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking of that show. There was like an animated show in the '90s called Daria. Oh, so okay, like, right, Zarya, uh, that Zarya. was the first Zarya. thing I thought uh, of. But then I was, I, 
said just by how it was spelled. I was like, okay, I'm hoping it's Araya. And <laughs> I'm hoping I have it right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was, I was going to ask too, Zariah, Zor- uh, you have like super long hair. How long have you been growing that out? Oh my goodness. I've been growing my hair for over eight years. Um, or about eight years actually it was um a little bit longer but it was really i didn't know what to do with it i didn't know how to take care of it um just recently within this last year i finally learned to take care of my hair and luckily i didn't ruin it completely and so it's still very beautiful and taken care of but um before i just did not know what i was doing i was dying it all the time oh. so i just would cut it a lot i was gonna and ask I was what? Like, let me grow it out let me grow it out <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, like, if it was, like, super long, like, I figured there wouldn't be any way that could, that could hurt it at that point. Anyway, what? I didn't think, like, if it was a certain length that it could be ruined at all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, you have to take care of the hair. Um, it was, I was having a lot of split ends. Um, I was dying it all, all the time. I was just like, yeah, I wasn't taking good care of it. But now I'm like, you know, conditioning it extra and doing these little um, leave-in conditioners and all this stuff. So <laughs> now she's taking real good care of it. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask, too, um, when you go to clubs and all, do you get hit on? Does that ever happen? And do people not realize that you're transsexual? So I, it happens everywhere, all the time. I I work in clubs for I've worked in clubs for the last four years. So now going out as myself, not as a persona, you know, like as like a, a drag persona that I used to do. Um, now men are like definitely seeing me as who I am, and um, yeah, I, I I am fortunate to pass. A lot of um, girls have that unfortunate, you know, side of having to deal with um, society, like not looking at them as who they are. Um, but I've been very fortunate to pass um, in a way that society deems as feminine and female so i'm happy about that because i've seen the pictures and you're you're definitely a babe you're definitely a babe (laughs) thank you thank you do you have any upcoming projects you could tell us about um yes so i am going to be um going to la next week to do um a film um as well with um devil's film so I'm really excited about that. That'll be my first time working with Jim Powers. So I'm really excited about that. I've been wanting to work with them for a while. Um, and what else is going on? <laughs> I have a few um, big debuts coming out with Groovy, which is super exciting. I'm going to have a virtual reality scene coming out, which is super, super awesome. It's my first bottoming scene in the studios. And I just shot last night my second bottoming scene with Ruby. They seem to be pretty pretty big. I, I think I saw some links of, that you tweeted. Yeah, yeah. They're one of the biggest trans um, erotica sites. Um, they've been around since 96. They're one of the biggest, one of the first. I was going to ask, too, as far as uh, transsexual porn, it, it just seems like anytime... I, it's always the same couple guys. Is, is that true? For the same guys that were like the cis men that are being worked, uh, that are working with us? Or? Yes. Yes. That will, that do the work. Like it, it always just seems like it's the same one or two guys. 
Um, I guess, yeah, I do. We do see a repetitiveness. Um, there is still that stigma, you know, of, of working with trans people that a lot of cis straight performers won't do because it makes them this, that or the other. And it's just it's unfortunate. They're the ones missing out on it. So <laughs> but you see, you know that they're doing it behind closed doors. You know, they just don't want to show it on camera yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I was going to ask, too, Zariah, what is your favorite sexual position or act? Oh, I love oral. <laughs> I love oral. I love giving it. I love getting it. Um, yeah, um, especially um, the my favorite lately. I've barely been sucking dick. I've been eating more pussy than anything, so it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Slim, do you have any questions? No, I can't. I can't uh, think of it. <laughs> Slim looks like infatuated. So <laughs> <laughs> Send me the questions later, baby. Send me the questions later. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a call later. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are you right now, Zariah? You mentioned going to LA, and I, I, as far as I know, you're in. Are you in Denver right now? No, I am in Vegas right now. I wow. had a, like I said, I had a shoot um, yesterday. So I'm here in <sighs> Vegas um, till the 8th, and then I'm going to LA. What is your favorite place to work? Um, definitely Las Vegas. I love coming to Vegas. I come here most, more than anything. So I'm here almost two times um, every month. Nice. I was going to yeah, say... I'm trying to make the move, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, what would be your home away from home? Where would you settle? Would it be Vegas? Yep. Would it be LA? Yeah, I think I think right now the move would be Vegas. Um, I want to make my way to LA at some point, but I want to start off, you know, the little buffer in between. Um, go to be in Vegas because it's so easy. There's so much work out here, and it's only a less than an hour, like 38-minute flight, like our drive is four hours. It's easy, you know? So okay. I, I kind of want to start here. So I think here's next. Yeah. Cool, cool. Is there a bigger porn scene in Vegas versus LA? Yeah, there's a huge scene um, here in Vegas. So a lot of the work is happening um, here. There is a big one in LA too, though, but um, I feel like it's a lot more condensed here. And it's like like every other day, like, oh, hey, like, can you film for this thing? So I really want to be around for that, you know? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. either that or even like live stage shows. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Wait, in porn, oh, there's yeah, live stage. Not porn, oh, but like, uh, <laughs> uh, like burlesque. Burlesque. Type of, oh, of things. okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do other performing too. Like I said, I did drag for four years, but now I'm doing more like showgirl style type performing. Other than you know going up there dressed in like you know extraness, I'm doing more as myself. You know, more body realness. Cool. Cool. Zariah, thank you so much for talking to us. It's been a blast. No, well, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Where can everybody I'm find you? We finally made it happen. Yes. Oh my God. I was, so I, oh, <laughs> just real quick, like, uh, so you messaged me earlier and said you wouldn't be able to with the time change. You didn't realize till about eight thirty, and I was like. It, internally panicking i'm like oh my god what do we do and then the guest who was supposed to be on that this slot called in at eight <laughs> accidentally and i'm like oh my god oh. this is perfect 
Perfect. So it was it funny. Was, it was fate. It was fate. Yes. It, it was funny because when that gets called in, like I'm looking at our schedule and I'm like, yeah. Josh, like your notes was calling for 8:30. Rob's yeah. like, no, 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 he's good. I'm like, Slim's oh, like, okay. Yeah, you're, you're, I was like, did I fuck <laughs> up? Like, did I not get a message? What what happened here? <laughs> the stars aligned for very much. For this very show. Very much so. Very much so. But no, yeah, thank you guys so much. I'm happy we were able to make it happen. Um, everyone can find me, you know, at Zariah Ara on um, Twitter. Um, I also have a allmylinks.com slash Zariah Ara. And that one has my Instagram, my TikTok, my um, bookings, all of it. So everyone can find me through there and on OnlyFans and all that fun stuff. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. And everybody, like, I, I, I just want to say, like, you're super great to communicate with. Just on Twitter, when we first connected, I, I asked you if you'd do an interview. You were like, yes, you are uh, super responsive and super cool to talk to. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys very much. It's been a pleasure to talk to you guys and get to know you and hopefully um, meet at some point or whatever. You know, so thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a great night. You too, my loves. Bye. Bye, Zariah. Well, that was cool. I didn't even know with Zoom if we would have to create a whole nother Zoom. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I was thinking that because... when we switched it, I was like, do, do I have to change this? But, like, I think it just stays open until I close it. Okay, because, yeah, when you it, like, set it up, it's for a certain time. Yeah, so I yeah. didn't even know. Like, yeah. So that was cool to uh, find out. So, yeah, Josh, that was the next page, but we're swapping. All right. We swapped. We, we swapped with Josh. <laughs> we Josh swapped. We'll be back with <laughs> We'll be back with Ramsey Swipes. Yes. <laughs> Rob and Slip Show. Yes, it Ramsey. You said welcome. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's lovely. Right on time. Right on All time. Right. time. How are you, Ramsey Swice? I'm okay. I was trying to um, listen to that um, the porn star with their name starts with a Z, right? Zariah. Zariah Aura. Yeah. 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 I was trying to listen in. Did That's I miss cool. it? No, we just finished the interview, and now we're talking to you. So it sounds like you missed it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes you call the radio, you can listen to it before. Uh, now, we, we, we ended uh, her interview at like 8.53 or something. So. so, yeah, like it will be up. It will be up to definitely enjoy and listen to. How have you been, Ramsey? Good. Every, every time you have me on, I, I always follow a porn, a pornographic uh, celebrity. I never <laughs> realized that. I never <laughs> realized. That's yeah. good. That's a good. Filling one. in big shoes. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done porn, Ramsey? It's hard to follow. Um, there's this uh, j- uh, guy, um, Mike's Live On or something. Uh, he's a. Uh, he was on the um, the Jaime Loco show. And I was trying, um, I was trying, uh, uh, I was trying to hedge my bets. You know, I, I think I, I think I, I think I could do it. I, I, I'm pretty sure, uh, um, you know, Ron Jeremy, I was watching one of his documentaries and I guess he, uh, had sex with 3,600 girls, which is one girl a day for 10 years. That's so I good. think, I think I, I think I can handle that. Yeah. Not that. You never repeat jokes. You never repeat pussy. Ooh, I like it. Never repeat a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like some, I'm like Al Pacino and Simone, you know, I'm always battling, uh, invisible, uh, 
feminine psyche, you know? I'm always trying to, trying to, um, like I'm, I'm just like any other di- dictator I'm try- or gangbanger. I'm trying to get as much, tor- much territory as I can. Yeah. Um, w- one woman at a time. So, so Elon Musk right now, he's trying to, trying to control the satellites and trying, because a lot of people, they want to, they think getting land is, it, uh, Equal equal to power, but you know um, when when you run out of land to own, then you you start people start trying to control the skies, which will probably planets. never happen. Yeah, 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 exactly. You got to planets. You got you, you don't want the land. You want the planets. <laughs> How are have you been, Ramsey? Uh, you, are I'm you in? Are you in LA now? You, you originally were in Chicago, correct? Yeah, yeah, I went uh, to get my degree in broadcasting at the Center, uh, Illinois Broadcasting Center, and then uh, I, I got my degree in broadcasting, came back. I, I was in LA for six years, nothing happened. I probably passed out about 500,000 fires, and nobody cares about uh, a very unique comedian. Nobody, nobody gives a shit about a comedian in Chicago, nobody cares about, because I'm not a comedian comedian, you know? Yeah. But I'm a comedian, yeah. So, you are, so that's though. Me, I, <laughs> that's why I feel like in L.A. you would have you would have uh, rise to the top. Well, when I first got out here, everyone was saying, uh, oh, I, I had a big, really big show lined up, and they were saying, oh, the new big thing is outdoor shows, outdoor events. We need you to headline, uh, to, to kind of roll out the carpet, um, to, be, to, to open up uh, at a... At a festival, and I said, "Yeah." And they they were like, they were saying some big names like uh, David Cross, or not really a big name to me, but um, so I was getting ready to to start doing um, festivals and David Cross. <laughs> but I but I think the biggest thing was just to get your own hour, you know, just to kind of run with it, because a lot of people I feel like they either want to do five minutes or they want to do one hour, and then the people that want to do one hour after like five minutes, the show sucks anyway. So, I just want to do a minute. Yeah, a yeah. Minute to win it. Yeah, I remember. Minute to win it. I remember last time uh, you were like, "Why do you number your videos?" Yeah. Because, uh, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm still kinda, trying to I'm, figure I'm, it out. For I'm the very uh, sorry. <laughs> no, then I was just messing with you. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I took a number two once," <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just um, I I did a hundred shows because. The reason why is because I figured once I started on the never repeat a joke, like I thought that was the greatest idea. If like it we is. were just talking about, yeah, trying to create, trying to own space, and like I think if you're trying to own like a digit, like something that doesn't exist, but it exists digitally, you know, it's, I think never repeat a joke is the, is the like you were saying, own your own planet. I think that's the greatest kind of real estate that I could have. Um, that website. And uh, I did a hundred shows because I felt like everybody was gonna start saying, "Oh, you know, that's the only way you could do it is you have to be like Ramsey." That's and what so I, was I was saying. I was, yeah. So I was like a hundred shows in, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm the only guy who drinks the Kool Aid." You know, everybody doesn't think I'm as smart as I think as I thought I was. Yeah, it's a lot of work to never be. Yeah, down. yeah, exactly. And then everyone's like, "Oh well." Dennis, because I think Dennis Leary is the greatest comedian of all time, and everyone's like, well, but, you know, if you play it straight, then everyone's going to say that, you know, like, Dennis Leary ripped off um, Bill Hicks. I'm like, bro, that's the stupidest fucking thing now where everyone's saying that 
Bill Cosby stole Chris Rock's joke. And I'm like, are you, why are you turning into bitches all of a sudden where you could tell a joke? Like Mitch Hedberg could tell a joke. And then, um, you know, Richard Pryor could tell a joke. And it could be both hilarious. But a, a Richard Pryor joke is never going to be delivered the same way as a the way that Mitch would deliver it. Yeah, and so a Will I, Smith I like, smack yeah. is never going to be the same. <laughs> a Will Smith smack to the face is never going to be the same as a Chris Rock cheek. <laughs> yeah, the G.I. Jane 2, that was a pretty good punchline, but it didn't really land, I guess. <laughs> I know it was weird because he was laughing at it. And yeah. Then, uh, I think his wife turned to him and was like, you better fucking you do better something. You better slap that yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Somebody had told me she was an ex-girl for a Tupac, so she turned to Will and she was like, Tupac would have fucking done something. Tupac would have <laughs> shot that motherfucker. <laughs> Tupac wouldn't have just laughed. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 um, I, I mean... Um, will, Chris, will, Chris, will Chris Rock ever repeated that joke? Yeah, I, I guess he's he's a little bit down. I mean, he should have thought coming. I mean, the, when he walked on stage, but obviously, you know, Will was walking very angrily, and he should have at least uh, not took a, not took it on the chin like that. You know, at least put your arms up. True. He embarrassed everybody. Yeah, everybody that's everybody. Everybody on stand up. Have you ever had anybody walk up on stage to you, Ramsey? I did. I was physically assaulted on stage, yeah. How did that end up? Uh, I told that joke. I think I told you, uh, what's the difference between Batman and a black man? Batman doesn't leave a gas station without Robin. <laughs> and, did she uh, say that in front of a crowd of black people? <laughs> Chicago, the heart of, uh, the south side of Chicago, and this woman knocked over a spear and uh, clubbed me, and the police uh, were like, you should press charges, you know? Did and, you? And uh, I was going to, yeah, no, I didn't. The owner of the, said that she was an alcoholic, so I didn't want to, like, make her life any worse than it was. Yeah, she would have found you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I posted that behind closed doors, you know, Jada Pinkett probably fucks. He seems like he gets fucked. Yeah, know? that's what I thought. Like she puts on a strap on, and yeah, you know, he. I mean, it would have been way more manly if he would have like grabbed the mic and been like, you know, like there's there's so many other possibilities. Yeah, but then you yeah. or just like said bitch. or just said what he said and left it at that. Are you are you in a relationship, Ramsey? Do you have a? Are you married? Well, what was that last part? Are you in a relationship? Have you ever had to deal with your own Jada Pinkett? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, some people they don't. You know, a lot of pornography these days. There is a lot of people getting slapped and hair getting choked and. So, I mean, you know, pain can be very sadistic and pleasurable. And I have yeah. been, uh, I've dated, I usually only date taller and older women. 
Okay. And, uh, yeah, so sometimes they have to exercise their authority. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let somebody walk all over me. But, um, but, um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I mean, I do, I do enjoy, you know, a lot of physical activity. I do, I do enjoy, uh, I do, I do enjoy getting, you know, getting in the heat and, yeah. you know, experimenting. Get it on. And, like, flying. Yeah, getting it on. Yeah, like swinging by the chandelier like Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How has your book been doing? Slim loved it. Ah, uh, man. It's a good book. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. I just published my first hardcover. Um, dude, I, I would honestly love to send you a copy because... Uh, Signed. It's a, yeah, it's a lot like a, a Hunter Thompson. It's a lot... It's very yeah. gonzo. Right. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's something that... It's acquired. I know that you would appreciate it, but I don't think the average person. It's it's kind of a. It's kind of um. Are are they gonna make a movie and get like Johnny Depp to play the main character? Which I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's kind of hypnotic. Like uh, like sometimes you'll listen to like a political rant and uh, you'll see and you're like, oh my god, this guy's fucking full of shit. But like it's like Obama. Like every time. He was on stage. You're like, dude, this guy's a fucking so full of bullshit, but it sounds really nice. Like it's it's a very eloquent bullshit, you know? Yeah, it's not like windmills. So, yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna bring up the windmills. Yeah, <laughs> have you heard uh, so, Trump uh, about uh, how he I feels love- about windmills? Oh uh, no, I love. Tell me more. I love that. We we we'll probably play a clip for you. This is this is Trump on uh, actually. This isn't about windmills. Uh, I don't know if you have the clip about him uh, speaking about Ukraine. If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. (laughs) And they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? You know, the thing makes it so... And of course, it's like a graveyard for birds. (laughs) Matt was there with him one day when the... (laughs) Graveyard for birds. I love that. You guys are you guys are in the Midwest too, right? Yeah, New Jersey, the Midwest of New Jersey, Jersey. South Jersey. Midwest. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of um, you know speech makers. You know, like you take speech in in college, and a lot of people, you know, they they kind of uh, you know they make themselves out to be more than they are, but. I mean, at the same time, I mean, you know, one word, one word really could, could make or could make or break an entire uh, delivery of uh, either, um, Windmills. you know, the written word, <laughs> yeah, the the written word or the spoken word, and so um, I, it's kind of annoying, you know, to be like so ingrained in the detail of it, but yeah. that's just, yeah, that's how I am. I feel like, um, you know, how, whatever you're gonna deliver, it's all about. Um, just really driving it home, getting delivering your message, and then that's it. Um, you know, I, I didn't when I was a comedian. I was I wasn't like I didn't think that I was gonna do. Um, I, I you know, I, a lot of people told me I was better than I thought I was. You know, I was very modest, had a very modest approach. Uh, like right now, you see like Tiffany Haddish, and that girl like farts and she thinks she's like the coolest person in the world, and everyone's like, dude. You're you're really terrible. Like everybody, everybody, every comedian who's ever worked with Tiffany Haddish says she sucks, 
And now she's in a new movie with fucking, uh, with the James Bond character. I'm like, how the fuck is she getting these roles? Dude, that girl is the worst comedian alive. Next to Sarah Silverman, she sucks. She played the, uh, the one guy's sister in, um, Eric, Eric Andre's movie. The girl that was like, yeah, uh, down. girl's trip. Yeah. So, um, I don't know who's producing these movies. They need a new producer, bro. Yeah, I agree. Sounds like a drizz song. Because, because, I mean, there's all this pussyfooting and female empowerment. It's like, dude, enough's enough. They they just said, uh... Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of pussyfooting and female empowerment in movies today. There's a lot of that, and I'm not gonna take it anymore. I'm gonna start producing my own movies. Driz movies. <laughs> Driz productions. They're gonna be produced by me. The Driz. They're gonna be the biggest Driz productions ever. I'm gonna get a set, and I'm gonna call it the Driz set. I'm gonna hire a bunch of people. I'm gonna tell them that each one of them is playing a guy. Or a girl. Possibly a child named Driz. They're all gonna have the same name. But only when they're talking to each other, not when they're doing the movie. Obviously, while we're doing the movie, they're gonna be whatever the characters are in the script are. But when they're not reading lines from the script, they have to refer to themselves as Driz. And everything else around them is referred to as Driz. Like if you want a cup of coffee, you gotta go go get me a Driz. A Driz. Yeah, that's right. That's why I'm gonna be the best producer. Y'all, what up? Hey, did you notice that, uh, I don't know if you saw in the news today, today, this today. very day, if you open the front uh, cover of the New York Times, it says, the first female chief of, uh, the first female fire chief ever has been, has been hired, or has been, uh, you know, the, the, the first fire chief ever is now finally, um, preordained or whatever, indoctrinated. And then if you look at the history of female firefighters, I swear to fucking God, bro. I swear on my both of my nuts, my left and my right nut. Uh, if you look yeah. at and the f- history of female firefighters, dude, there's been female firefighters for honestly about 120 years. And but, every fucking year, what do you see? You you open the paper. First female firefighter. First team, Bro, how many times are you going to push this fucking agenda? Like, right. If they were so we, good, houses like, would have never burned. We're not out here. Yeah. <laughs> It's like enough is enough, bro. I, I'm I, like Scarface. I got octopus coming out of my ears. You know, I'm it's sick like houses burn. When did I? Yeah, like when? I, I'm not going out there and like wearing high heels and saying, you know, fuck bitches. And I mean, I am, but like, it's like enough is enough. Like, but you should be crazy. fighting the fires and putting them out in high heels. <laughs> well, because uh, well, now I'm doing security, so. Like so I know I don't wear heels, but like I wear. Uh, are you done with comedy? Do you even do comedy anymore? Well, I mean, dude, I, honestly, I work seven days a week as a doorman, so I, I tell jokes all day still. Yo. But now I just get paid for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm the only doorman in my entire city, bro. Ramsey Swice. He's your doorman. When you need your door to be open, he'll be there. He used to do stand up. Now he just opens doors for people. He opens a lot of doors. Wooden doors, plastic doors, and metal doors. 
any door. Sometimes they're orange, sometimes they're yellow, sometimes they're brown. He's even opened a couple of those purple doors. He doesn't like opening the purple doors, but every now and then he opens a purple door. It's alright as long as you're paying him. You better tip him well. You gotta tip him well, or he won't open that door for you. Yeah. The music's still going, but I don't got any other verses. Nah, dude. We're just going acapella at this point. Well, acapella would be no music. The music was still going. I was just out of rhymes. <laughs> there it is, man. But, yeah, busting the rhyme. But, yeah, I mean, um, what have you guys been up to? I, I know that you guys have been uh, have a lot of regulars, a lot of uh, support, a lot of... Um, we're uh keeping, we're keeping busy we're ending the show ramsey yeah this is, this is our last couple shows we only have three more and, and, and you guys still in that little fam in that little family room did he even hear us yeah. uh <laughs> yes yep yep we're still recording room. the same yeah That's a new Joe song. Right. i wasn't sure if uh you guys graduated did you uh how about the third guy that's always kind of back is he there today no, the, the, the kind of bigger, the stockier guy. No, he yeah. always likes to be in the back, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he um he stopped he stopped showing up when COVID started because yeah. he said uh he said, he he said his, his 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 parents. mom his parents told him he couldn't he couldn't come over. <laughs> his anymore. parents grounded grounded him. <laughs> Ramsey, I don't know if you heard uh, me before. We're we're ending our show. This did you our ever last get grounded season. over COVID, yeah. Ramsey? Don't don't ever end it, man. We always gotta do uh, reprisals. <laughs> what was that, Rob? I didn't hear you. What about COVID? No, did I didn't get, get it. No. Did, okay. did you get grounded? Did, did it ground you though? Like, did you get hurt or grounded? Ah, oh, dude, no way. I, I'm I uh, I'm running. Uh, I'm a high flyer, dude. dude. I, I got my own high apartment. Flyer. I moved out of my parents. He's got an yeah, apartment now. In L.A., where he thought he was going to be a famous comedian, but after a hundred shows, he's now he's opening doors. Opening a lot of doors. <laughs> I love that, Slim. Thank you. <laughs> How many doors? That's too many doors. No, it doesn't sound as nice. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound as nice as windmills. Well, I mean, comedians... Um, you know, they say, uh, laughter is free medicine, but so it's like you guys are doomed from the start. If you look at, uh, um, they say that laughter is free Bobcat. medicine you Bobcat back in the day, but I spend hundreds of dollars on medicine to make me laugh because I can't laugh naturally. <laughs> They tell me you just ain't able to laugh And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, go ahead, try And I go, ha 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 And they're like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, it's a fucking laugh And they're like, nah, it ain't a laugh So they gave me some medicine And it cost me a couple uh, grand Like ten grand And I took it And they were like, go ahead, you took the medicine Now laugh And I went, ha ha And they were like, see? You gotta get, keep giving us ten grand a month And you can laugh like that Dude. I feel like the Driz and Ramsey could that was do nice. show. Yeah, like I feel like you two could go out there and do this together. 
Yeah, you are way funnier than me, Slim. <laughs> at, this point, at this juncture, you had a slow start. You had a slow start at, at first. He did. He totally did. <laughs> you, you were, you were kind of like the Tin Man. You needed to kind of grease, kind of get greased up a little bit. <laughs> grease your wheels. Now you're in the shotgun. Now you're in the driver's. Yeah. Now he's like grabbing the wheel while I do whippets. Oh man, that's outrageous! But yeah, I mean, other than the the Jaime Loco show, you guys are still my favorite, uh, all-time favorite uh, radio show. Um, I I don't know, ever heard of Mike Jolitz? Yeah, how's Mike Jolitz? Dude, guys, so he does the the big show. It's called the big the big show. The big uh, dude, he's he's so cool. Uh, His daughter has like fibromyalgia, so. He spends like five thousand dollars on medicine. Um, he doesn't do radio anymore because, uh, hmm. well, he he's a a veteran, but he's everything that he gets, all of his money, all of his um, resources, all of his funds, everything goes to his daughter because his daughter has like bone marrow transplant Aww. or something. But but I mean, that guy still he's still like one of the greatest uh, radio radio um he's radio I mean, the radio uh, jockeys that I know. Yeah, he's. Be- veteran and better than David Letterman. Veteran and better than yeah. David Letterman, yeah. The David Letterman? Yeah, he's yeah, better he try than... Act, try to act like a Muslim with that big beard? Mm-hmm. He likes like to a, get... Like a sheikh? Yeah. Like a shock. Like a sheik. <laughs> yeah, like a sheik. <laughs> when are you guys coming out here, man? If you guys, uh, if you guys fly out here, uh, I'll pick you up, man. All right. Somebody's got to get. Have you guys a... ever buy you a ticket? Yeah. You I... never got interested in wondering what it's like out here. I wanted to go to LA. I do have a story that that I haven't told Rob yet. Um, but when I was at my uh, grandmother's memorial and I was uh, kind of drunk because really that's what drunk. you do. Really drunk because that's what you do when your you know grandparents die. Oh, um, so <laughs> exactly. Uh, dude. My my younger cousin was there. He's like seventeen. And he's with his, like, you know, 17-year-old girlfriend or whatever. She's got all, like, this pink hair and stuff. And he wants to get into acting. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, you can go out to L.A. And his girlfriend with, you know, her pink hair and all, all her wisdom goes, L.A. is dead. Yeah. She goes, L.A. is dead. Wow, and I was what's like, the, oh, the oh, new? Oh, it is? <laughs> what's the new place? I <laughs> didn't tell me. Unless you're a, f- a friend of a friend, yeah. And even <laughs> then you're still fine. I'm just going to come out. I'm going to come out like you've never seen a person come out in your fucking lives. Right. I'm coming back, and I will always come back. And I... That's where it is. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I'll give you, you some hear my good joke? fucking record. What's your sets. new joke, yeah. Ramsey? There's a, a new bar in town, a new pub that opened up. In downtown, I don't know if you heard about it, called Bottoms Up, where uh, if, you, if you ever drive, if you ever drive by the uh, the front window, you could see everybody with their asses up. Bottoms Up, where everybody has their asses. Everybody has their asses in the air. I like it. Good. Ha 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 
Everybody has their asses in the air, bro. Like, oh, like a sphinx. Like a sphinx. Yeah. It's funny. That's I like right. that. I'll give you some good fucking rectum sex. Yeah. Look, Mr. Bigglesworth, Dr. Evil's cat. She's got her ass up in the air. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what are you guys drinking over there, uh, O'Doul's? Yep. Yeah. That's those Shwo duels. Those Shirley those Shirley Temples? Yeah. With the extra cherry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard Rock I heard Rock could uh, tie a, the stem of a cherry in, with his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh hear uh Bam Margera suing Jackass for like fifteen million dollars? No. No, for real? For dying? Well, it's not, I don't know if it's for $15 million, but I think it's for $5 million. But, I mean, yeah, exactly. After after Bam, remember Bam? Oh, All yeah. he used to do was, like, beat up his dad. That was the funniest shit ever. Yes. And then his dad died. Yeah, and then his dad died. Everyone's like, fuck Bam. <laughs> and then uh, now he's, dude, you see him? He blames everything on Jackass. It's like, bro, they, they helped you. They didn't, yeah, they didn't, they, yeah, uh, they didn't detract. I mean, they. They didn't hurt you. They made you, yeah, they made you. I mean, that shit was hysterical when he would beat up his dad. I mean. That was the best. Yeah, you can't can't just let it go, I guess. Ramsey, I watched the brand new Tony Hawk uh, documentary. Yeah, and it's like. And that whole documentary is how much, like, skateboarding fucked up Tony Hawk. And then it ends with them being like, Tony still skates, like, five days out of the week, every every week. Every fucking day. Every fucking day. At 53, despite the fact that he's, like, gotten so many injuries from skating and it's fucked up all his relationships and, and relationships can't even, with family. Like, deal with his dad dying. He just got to do wheelie and shit. He said he breaks his bone every single day? Yeah, he breaks a goddamn bone every day. I don't know if he breaks a bone every day. but no, he, he does. But that's what this, do- this documentary was kind of, like, pushing that, like, skateboarding was awful for him. And then it, it ended with, sucks. like, he still skates, like, tons of times so a big sign <laughs> five, five days a week hell yeah dude <laughs> fuck yeah dude all right ramsey where can I, everybody I, find you we're gonna wrap it up we gotta wrap it up all right well hey let's do it let's do another one maybe in may okay yeah before but before we could do a finale before you guys shut everything down okay all maybe right we could do it uh maybe we could do a live broadcast that time all Thanks, right man. all right ramsey you all right slim Thanks, have, Rob. A, have a good night I love you guys. Love your show. Love you too. I will, man. Bye. Am I a joke to you? Yes, you are a fucking joke. You fucking suck. You've always sucked. You you, you know why we haven't fought in years? Because you're an embarrassment to me, and I don't need you anymore. I don't need anybody. All I do is eat ass and 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. Or maybe you hate me because I am the only man to see how far you have fallen. I used to fear you, respect you. Now all that's left is pity for a sad, drunk shell of a man, too afraid to see how alone he truly is. 